How's it going, Odd People? You are listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number 56, and in the studio with me today is Hero the MC with special guest Sean Mikes. I hope you enjoy the show. Because, like, working with other people is so much worth it because this is, like, this is another connection I don't have that I want. Right. Like, now, and now I'm going to, hopefully you like me enough that I get it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just here to steal the show now. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, uh, I have in the studio Hero, the MC. Yes, sir. And Sean Mike. Sean Mike. Yes, sir. And you you are? I am Matt the Cat. Oh, Matt the Cat, okay. <laughs> you guys want to describe to the listeners what you do. Yes. Uh, so my name is Hero the MC. I am, I'm a superstar. Um, I mean, okay, I am, but like, <laughs> um, I am a really, really, really awesome performing artist. Um, I'm based out of New England. I'm from Boston, live in New Hampshire now. Um, I just tell people I, li- I'm, I represent New England. I represent hip hop. Um, I make super, super dope old school inspired music but it's still like it's still got a new school it's got like it's just i'm just i'm inspired by by old school but i'm not i'm not stuck in the 90s it's it's the 90s brought into the 2020s um what i what i what else other things i do i represent a company called bars over bars media we throw shows all over new england we've done 80 since march of 2020 mostly at unique storefronts and pop-up stuff like that so not a lot of music venues, but as they are opening back up, we're doing that too. And it's all 100% free for the artist, as it should be. And we're killing it, and I love what I do. Nice. How about you, Sean? Well, my name is Sean Mikes. Uh, originally from Weymouth, but living out in Plymouth now. Uh, I'm also a rapper, very heavily influenced by uh, 90s hip-hop. <clears throat> but in the same way, just trying to not be stuck there because how this whole universe changes so fast you don't want to get left behind but uh i also just launched a label mass made media um a couple months ago um nice. just getting the ball rolling with that <clears throat> met hero a couple months ago actually but uh it's been a good relationship ever since so sweet yeah got a show tonight in bridgewater so that should be fun yeah that's good so you're gonna stay down here all afternoon until until you have to go to until Bridgewater. We gotta go to Bridgewater and then <laughs> yeah. we're coming back and then all I do is drive. <laughs> all I do is drive. I live in my car. Yeah. So I have to tell you this, hero. Yeah. I'm not a huge hip hop guy. Um, I don't blame you. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, it does. To be totally honest, yeah. and I listened. You know, in in preparation for this episode, I looked up your stuff and I put it on. I put on a. Uh, uh, polyvinyl chloride yeah right and i was pleasantly surprised (laughs) yeah because i'm not you know i don't listen i don't even listen to a lot of new music in general Mm -hmm. at all so i was really really pleasantly surprised at how good you are 
And I really appreciate the fact that you, you recognize the, the 90s, you recognize the older stuff, because it's, it comes through. Yeah. To definitely. I'm it, like, man, that's, that's like serious influence there. And it, it is really, really good. What, what is your relationship to uh, uh, Matty Light? Because he's the one that turned me on to oh, you. Oh, DJ Matty Light? Yeah, DJ Oh, I love Matty, Matty Light. Light. Uh, I just, I haven't I haven't had the pleasure of working with him on, on a song yet, but um, he's a super dope dude. I know he's from the, the South Shore area. I know yeah, he's from he New Bedford or something like that. Um, yeah. Randomly, he just, uh, every Wednesday we play tracks on right. our Bars Over Bars Wednesday live stream. It's, all, it's yeah. open to submissions. It's all free, and every week he drops a track in, and it's just this, like, we I get to I get to get familiar with Maddie Light every single week. So it's just it's somebody that it's just a community of submissions that we're growing and Maddie Light's yeah. one of them. Yeah. You you guys gotta work together. It's <laughs> insane. I thought I you know were gonna we say yeah, he he did this, he did that, but I'll hit him up right yeah. now, but but Matt the cat said I can't use my phone. <laughs> oh, oh, you can use your phone all you want. He'll hear this, I'm sure he will, because he's the he's the dude that was like you gotta talk to Hero. Yeah, and I was like, I will. And I'm then real. we played Instagram tag for like months. <laughs> yeah, we made it work. It was it's better off that we waited anyway because I didn't have this finished. So nice. this is at least a nice little space before it was just in the open basement. Yeah, and I'd talk to somebody, and it, <laughs> it, it somebody. would sound like they were across. <laughs> talk to somebody in yeah. my saw basement. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, the basement's such a mess. It is like a saw basement. So, what kind of music is it that you're into? I mean, I do listen to everything. I'm, you know, I'm one of those people who yep. says that. Yeah. But uh, actually, I don't. Actually does it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't listen to a lot of new stuff just because, yep. like Hero was saying, it all sucks. And it's just like getting to an age. Like, you just start getting turned off by new stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it like, is. I have I, my I favorite artist, an and I don't know if it's going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the first podcast I ever did was like two years ago, and the guy told me something that, like, I, I don't think I, I'll ever forget, but it's. The music that you listen to when you're, like, pretty like pretty much the music you listen to from, like, birth till you're, like, 20 or so is, like, the music yeah. that yeah. you're going to listen to. Yeah. Or at least yeah, the right. style of that you're yeah. going to listen to for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's I mean, true. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you like true. what you like. Yep. It's true. Yeah, no, I've always li- I I do listen. I don't go out of my way to listen to hip-hop or rap or anything. But if it is, it's going to be, like, you know, old like Snoop Dogg or something, yeah, or mm-hmm. like Wu-Tang. I, I had a couple that I did listen to yep, back, yep. you know, in the day, like yep. the same, like in that age between zero and 20. Yeah. You know, when I was a teenager, me and my friends listened to whatever, and mm-hmm. I know I feel like I'm a little older than you guys. I think I was maybe early high school when Eminem came out. Mm-hmm. So I had friends that were really, really hard into yeah, Eminem. Yeah, yeah. I remember being like on the fence about it, you know, like mm-hmm. up and down. Eminem but, was like... He's he was like the biggest the biggest game changer on the planet. It's like like this this white like a white dude in hip hop who's just yeah. killing it. It's, yeah, that's killing it. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, there's been plenty of white dudes. Yeah, but not all of them. <laughs> not, all. <laughs> not all of them killed it. To answer your question, Sean, I'm mostly like a metal and rock guy. I mm-hmm. play guitar. And oh, nice. It just was my mm-hmm. that was my thing. Yeah, I feel like it was. Two paths, like yeah. Now yeah, it's all around the place. Time, I feel yep. like they, everything gets mixed up yep. now, yep. you know, with newer uh, newer artists and stuff. And uh, so you so you live in New Hampshire. Where in Boston did you grow up? I grew up in Roxbury. Okay, um, pretty rough area. Not yeah. gonna lie. Um, like stay inside at night because <laughs> there is a lot of violence and drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's 
if you take an opportunity to better yourself and not be not succumb to your environment, I definitely recommend you go on that path. So, do you uh, you attribute any of that to your music? Oh, of to course. You, to your, uh, I'm, to your life? I'm very much molded by my environment, but I'm not a product of it. Right. I, it's 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 very important that we are in charge of our own destiny, mm-hmm. and don't and don't just say like, oh, this is where I'm from, and this is my environment, and and this is why I'm the way that I am. You you need to. You need to craft your own identity while also recognizing and remembering where you're from. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. For sure. This is Sean Mikes. Yeah. yeah. Sean I was going to say, how about you, Sean? Sean? Uh, yeah. So I grew up in Weymouth. Um, What's Weymouth like? Uh, so Boats and shit? <laughs> no, Boats not really. Hose. Like it, uh, it kind of had this shift because like it was like a small town at one point. Then they, they like switched into like a city. So then... There was a lot of <clears throat> people moving in, doing all this or whatever, but, like, the drug problem there was crazy. Yeah. Pretty, like, you can go through almost, like, every class of people, like, graduation, and there's probably a large percent that have used drugs or died from it. You know what I mean? So right. you start seeing that at an early age. You either go one path, you either join it, or you go away right. from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. Right. So um, I'll direct this question to both of you guys were you guys musical kids growing up did, did music no. have a part in your life at all not not really um growing up i um i really struggled to um go bring that up yeah that's cool. good. i really struggled to to find like anything i was good at and um i don't know like a lot of kids play sports and shit i just never really was not really good at anything yeah. and then i just like discovered music and it's yeah. just kind of been that it's just kind of been me and that for a while yeah i i wasn't i started rapping when i was like 12 um and then i put my first album out when i graduated high school at 18 i started yeah. producing and and i was garbage for like five years like i couldn't even put two words together but i thought i was the shit like naturally <laughs> uh once i started producing which i don't do a lot of anymore because i think i'm a much better rapper um that's when I really started to learn, like, where to place words and where... Because I was able to, like, re-engineer my brain to figure out, like, how to flow. Right. And, and from that point on, I've just kind of been a really dope rapper. Nice. But I still produce. <laughs> I put an album out last year called The Eighth Letter. I produced a third of it. So six out, six out of the 15 tracks I produced. Wow. Um, I still got to work with a lot of other people, which is really dope as well. But, um, you know, I'm still, I still make beats, but it's not... I'm definitely more more of a rapper. I don't like I don't have a beat stars or a, like I don't I don't sell my beats. I don't promote that I'm a yeah. producer. It's mostly just something for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's something I do. Nice. So for me, like uh, music was always in my house. You know, like whenever my parents were cleaning the house, music playing. So I grew up with like <clears throat> older music, like some Bob Seger, to, like Motown, all that. But I have an older brother who our age difference, I want to say, is like eight years. So mm-hmm. he was in high school when, like you said, like Eminem dropped and all that. So I grew up with the best of both worlds, I feel, with the stuff that I was learning from my parents and my brother showing me like Tupac, Biggie, right. Eminem, Nas, all like all the greats at that time. You know what I mean? So it's like uh i get like yeah, the, still are. yeah exactly <laughs> oh, exactly absolutely absolutely but then uh now just won a grammy for I know. the first time it's, in his career it's that, which is crazy to me <laughs> absolutely unreal yeah. absolutely unreal so i had like the best of both worlds like i had like 
like in my opinion for some of the best like uh like rock type music in my household than also some of the best hip hop music and it kind of just like overwhelmed me when I was a little kid like just I was way too young to be listening to it but like listening <laughs> to like Eminem and like uh Dr Dre's uh 2001 album yeah just blew me away like that's like I wrote my first rhyme in like 4th grade and, like after hearing 2001 I'm like this is what I want to do but it it took me a long time to get it together, you know, because, like, I would write little rhymes but have no idea what to do with it. And same thing with Hero. Like, right after I graduated high school, put out my first album, Trash. Thought I was the shit. The <laughs> Yo, same exact first, thing. My first album was awesome. I don't know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> no, about. No, you called it Trash. I was Trash. I was Trash. And I thought I was the shit, you know. But I started doing shows, shit like that in high school, kind of getting it all rolling started with like uh like sunday afternoon shows at the middle east like whatever like seven people there type deal yeah. but just kind of kept it grinding ever since you know yeah but you got to go through it and at you least do. You, you recognize that you needed improvement or you know <clears throat> yeah and whether you thought you the shit back in the day or not you got to go well <laughs> yep. you look back on it and go wait a minute if you uh, just maybe work I at wasn't it that great and you know like you just don't give yeah. up the the grinding aspect of it you know right yeah absolutely you gotta keep it grinding in in today's age you don't i don't think you need to perform to be successful uh but you definitely need to get your music in front of people for feedback oh, for sure. sure. whether it's whether it's just like sending to blogs or performing i mean yeah. you should definitely be comfortable Real performing feedback, because yeah. if you're going to be a superstar like you got to tour and you got to do yeah, all that stuff that's so. where the money's at but but to but to like gain traction i mean it's mostly yeah. online, which is yeah, which is cool. Yeah, but it's, you need you, you need, need the, the feedback, the real feedback. You need, you need feedback. somebody to go, yeah, Trash. that was good. Trash. Yeah, that sucked. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Constructive criticism. That's what yep. that's what we look for. And yeah. rapping in high school, I don't know if you got the same, but you, you got, got people it. that yell yeah. like you got people that yell like drop a freestyle. Yeah. Like I'm some skateboarder. <laughs> Do a kickflip. Yeah, yeah, Do a kickflip. Exactly. Drop then, a freestyle. And if like, you say I'm not, no, I'm not a zoo animal, yeah. dog. I don't just like. And yeah. if you tell them no, they're like trash. And trash. You're trash. Yeah, that song you did yeah. sucked. <laughs> so, like, whatever. Especially if that's not your thing. If yeah. you're not known for going yeah, around yeah, just yeah, yeah. freestyling for everybody exactly. that comes your way, then you're definitely not going to be able to do it. Exactly. So, uh, you named your album Polyvinyl Chloride. Yes. And I mean, I know what it, why. Yeah. <laughs> but why? So, uh, <laughs> don't, can't figure that out for themselves. Uh, so the, the album is a collaboration with overseas producer Wax 100. And when thinking of the name, I just looked up what are the ingredients to Wax Records. And the main ingredient is PVC, which is yep. Polyvinyl Chloride. Yep. I thought that that was a cool name. Yeah. Um, it's it's just kind of like just just a cool name between me and, and the your, producer. That's your newest one, right? Yeah, yeah, I dropped it in I dropped it at the end of May. It, nice. it came out nine tracks came out super dope. Yeah, that's the that's the one I listened to. When yes, I was preparing for it, and I was like, damn, I was like, this is actually really good. <laughs> I expected you to you know uh, to be good, and after talking to Maddie White, you know, I go back with him like. Although, I don't know if you listened to that episode I did with him. He didn't remember that we went back and, like, we hung out. But um, his opinion I take on a, you know, on, oh, a, yeah. on, a, on a pedestal, especially in your your genre. So for him to say, yeah, this this kid's dope, he's good, you got to talk to him, he's, he's, a cool, he's a cool dude. I was like, all right. Well, I so saw I was like, I know he's going to be good. I know it'll be good, but will it be my thing or whatever? And I listened to him. 
damn. Well, I well I saw that you read the message, and I was like, okay, well now I gotta hit up DJ Matty Light and tell this guy to get back to me. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. I, I I think I was kind of in the middle of planning this out. Yeah, no, it's and, all good. You know, it's yeah, it, shit gets behind me, and then I talk to some people that say, yeah, yeah, we'll set a date, and then you they, they never ghost do. you, mm. never hear from them ever mm-hmm. again, and you see that they like see messages or are on social media all the time. You're like, Jesus, dude. Mm-hmm. You, I know you saw it. I don't know. <laughs> I know you saw it. says that you saw it. Yeah. Yeah, and you said you wanted to do it, but you, you don't want to do it. it. And what's, what's your newest? Uh... So I kind of had this period between my last album, which um, last week was the second anniversary. But beginning of the year, I put out this little short EP, uh, five songs called Precursor Volume 1, The Lost Scrolls. Um, that was the first release through my label that I, I created. But uh, <clears throat> I'm working on a, a full length right now um, called The Little Things. And I'm kind of just fully engulfed in that at the moment. Nice. So I'll be playing some new new songs tonight from that, which I'm excited about. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I apologize for not it's, it's, no, listening. It's all my I, fault. It, it, it well, all. I'm so used to like... Pod, no, no diss to any podcasters, but I'm so used to people being like me, where it's like, we'll just figure it out. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. turn the mics on, we'll yep, figure it out. Yep. And I didn't realize that the Odd People podcast had it had it well put together. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Um, so what about uh, uh, Bars Over Bars Media? What is that like all about? Like, what's like your mission statement of, of that? So um, we started throwing shows in January of 2020. Right. And we did a few, and then the world was on fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, just like every other promoter, we just kind of depended on music venues because I didn't have any sound. I didn't have any sound experience. I didn't have any right. booking experience. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to keep it 100% free for the artist because what happens in this industry, and especially in um, Massachusetts, is if you want to perform, you got to pay some dude. Yeah. Which... Some people think it's just like the rite of passage or whatever, but (laughs) it's like, I'm the artist, I'm bringing the people to your show, I'm promoting the show, why should I have to pay for that? That's insanity that it's Mm -hmm. even like that. Um, And then then for a promoter to go to a venue, for, for me to be a promoter, depend on a venue for sound and the space, and then also charge the artist to perform is ridiculous. Yeah. So like... Why do that? Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all free yeah. for the artists as it should be. We've done 80 events. We have our 81st one tonight. It's all been completely free for the artist. Um, most of our sh- shows take place at storefronts. Like we've done shows at yeah. sneaker stores, at boxing gyms, at comic book stores, at barber nice. shops. Mostly unique small businesses because I get the freedom of not having to worry about like a music venue. Everyone's fighting over the Middle East. Like I'm not going to like yeah. put in so much time and effort to get a Tuesday six months from now. Like, if I want a sneaker store on a Friday, I can get a sneaker store on a Friday. Right. It's just, <laughs> I've invested in, I've invested in the equipment to throw shows in the desert. And it's, and I've invested in the equipment and I'm not charging people anything. Yeah. And, and it's just, we're doing so much good for the hip hop scene right now. Yeah. Two months ago, I went out to Oregon. We threw shows yeah. there. I got, I got systems in place to keep throwing shows over there with someone over there. And wow. the brand is is growing and growing every day, and yeah. I'm and I'm really I'm really happy. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, are you guys are the artists able to make money off of it? Sometimes, like, you know, like they able to like 
I know it's kind of an old thing, but like have like a demo with them or a CD or oh yeah, merch. I'm merch sure is a plus. Merch, yeah, yes. right. If <laughs> if you're an artist and and you don't and you don't have merch and you don't have if you don't at least have business cards, yeah, you're kind of fucking yourself. Yeah. Um, because if I go to an, if I go to a show, well, a lot of our shows are really intimate, so it's a real yeah. intimate experience with the artist. So it's not like you're gonna like see the person get off stage and then like never see him again. It's they're really they're really intimate experiences. But if you're at a show and you don't have a business card and you don't hand it to some if you don't hand me a business card, I'm gonna forget you. Oh yeah, of course. Unless right. I unless I booked you, of course. If I'm not yeah. at my show, if I'm at like another person's show and yeah. you don't give me a card, like I'm gonna forget you. That's just kind of how yeah. it goes. Um, representing yourself properly, because whether you like it or not, you're a brand. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just like, even if you're like what like. Even though Bars Over Bars is more of my brand, Hero the MC is still a brand, and I need to represent that properly if that's yeah. ever going to grow. That's why I have merch and I have everything because having somebody wear wear your shit or buy your shit is free advertising. It's, yeah, it is. And, yeah. and giving some, even giving somebody a shirt for free is way better than throwing $10 at Facebook for ads. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's great. It's yep. great. <laughs> um, everything's free for the artist. I take 600 photos a night. Yeah, every event literally. gets every literally <laughs> every event is fully live streamed to Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, and it's not just nice. with a phone; it's direct audio with my Canon. So nice. whatever whatever comes through the soundboard, that's what the the live streams hearing. Oh, that's and awesome. the shit that we're doing is is unheard of. The amount of content completely for free is yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's consistent too. It's very yeah, consistent. It's very consistent. Yeah, yeah, you are consistent on uh, social media. Yeah. It's, you, you don't disappoint. <laughs> I don't know how the hell I post every day on multiple accounts, but yeah. somehow we do it. And and it, when, when I say that, people are going to be like, oh, I post it every day. It's not difficult. But it's like I got to take the photo. I got to edit the photo. Yeah. I got to get the ha- – I got to research what hashtags work. Yeah. And I hate social media. I hate it so much. <laughs> Everything about I it. I hate it so much. Same but way. in order for your content – with today's with the amount of saturation and accessibility that there is um like you need to stand out and you need to be consistent Mm -hmm. so if if you're not posting at least every other day you're not getting the maximum amount of engagement and even if you're posting like 10 times a day like that's sometimes that's worse than posting once you get smoked by the algorithm you get by that you get smoked smoked yeah 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 I'll have to take some pointers from you. Yeah, no, so I, I can um, get my video game going because I have no. I really want to do like a, a some a camera off to the side. Yeah. Oh to yeah. Like see the room. And, yeah, for sure. Because like, I have. You got to show that sign off. Like yeah. that's badass. Yeah, man. my friend Julian made that. He kicks ass. He's a really, really good woodworker. <laughs> if you if you wanted to live stream these, because what I do with with the pod like we do, we live stream some nights. Yeah. Because uh, we we run podcasts. We do stuff like that too. And um, we just live stream it all. And yeah. when it's done, it's uploaded to YouTube. I don't have to worry about it. The yeah. idea for me to run shows and run a podcast that I would have to then promote and edit is, is it boggles my brain. I don't have the time for it. I don't know yeah. how you do it, but I don't have the time for it. And, and the live streams, it's very organic. We just talk, and then it's done, and it's on yeah. the internet forever. I don't got to worry about shit. Yeah. Well, that's like I told you in the beginning that I edit. But I try not to. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. rather not yeah. edit so, anything yeah. at all because sure. then I can just, you know, transfer I, it to an MP3 and put it out. Yep. Yeah. Put I use up. I use a platform called Restream. Yeah. It puts my shit on up to 
30 platforms, wow. which I mean, someone like fucking Twitter live, like no one's going to use that, but it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The big, the big <laughs> ones are obviously Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Right. Yep. And you can put them on, you, depending on what plan you get. I mean, you could do, I, I have a, I have the 12 platform plan. I could do 12 Facebook pages if I wanted to, but I just wow. do my Facebook, my Twitch, my YouTube. We set up a camera and yeah. we just talk. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, after after we live, it's done. And I, same thing with the shows. Same mm-hmm. thing with the shows. When the show's over, the the footage is on on the internet forever. And then when venues want to know like what I'm about, I can send them a show. Yeah, right. And this be like, is last week. This is last yeah. week's show. Yep. Yeah, and then it's very current. And very, very current. This is what we do. <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to describe to you what we do. Like this is yeah. it. Like there's, here's a two hour video of it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You must get a lot of. Uh, attention like you said from like the the small businesses that are unique businesses like barbershops and stuff they must love it because oh they love it it's it's not only is it not only entertainment that they wouldn't they yeah. don't normally have but now now they have eyes on them mm-hmm. the people that didn't know they exist now it gets know. people in yeah. the door yeah and uh what we've been doing like we have a show tonight at a recording studio that has a that has a room yeah. with a stage and it's like that's awesome. that's that's a like we're bringing artists and yeah. fans to a place that can then use that studio mm-hmm. like yeah. next week if they wanted to to book it. Right, right. And and doing stuff like that is is super cool for the business, the artists, the live streams on the internet forever. Yeah. Anybody sure. can use that. We got all the pictures. It's yeah. it's. I a gotta lot. get my basement finished so I can have you guys. Down here. <laughs> you do it. I got everything in my fucking car, <laughs> so we don't have to have like saw. Maybe we do a horror theme. Yeah. <laughs> But like, but like I said, like I get the equipment to throw shows anywhere. We can do that's bars awesome. at the fucking Buzzards Bay Bridge if you want. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's awesome. That'd be really, really cool. This is gonna sound like a kind of a stupid question. Yes, sir. But why, 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 why be a rapper? Why do hip hop? Why not just say, screw it. I'm, I'm gonna go work at the <laughs> work at a factory or something. Um, just go get a. a, a, a keep a regular job and not do this why do you do it um the same reason why anyone who's passionate about anything does anything it's um it's the love for it that keeps it going and um if you if you value art if you value the art industry as something that is immediately gonna gonna let you quit your job you're a fool you're a fool um this is one of the few hobbies that if you don't treat it like a job if you don't treat it like your full-time 80 hour a week job then you're not you're not going to get it and if you don't appreciate the satisfaction of getting nothing (laughs) right then you're gonna hate it um we put a lot of time into this and then people are like i don't want to spend ten dollars on your cd that's too much but it's like, which is crazy. Which to is crazy. <laughs> yeah. it, it's no, like it's all crazy. the hours I slaved into the CD. You don't want to give me ten dollars. Like yeah. man, like all the artists that I listened to, like the amount that they gave me with that album. You know what I mean? Like what they gave me to get me through whatever. You know right. what I mean? Because yeah, I don't know yeah, about yeah. you guys, but music kind of, kind of gives you the little push to get through some, get through some yeah. stuff. So like, I'd be that's dead. way that's worth way more than ten dollars to me. I'd be, I mean? dead, I'd be dead without this shit. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Like right, I would right. be, I would be a dead human being if I didn't have music. Right and and damn and like <laughs> dude I got, I got it tattooed on me like I can't just stop now <laughs> right it's almost like like an extension of yourself um 
and and with the access and with anybody being able to to put music out because you can just go to Walmart and with and within like two hundred dollars you have a setup, right? And and you can just you can put music on the internet for whatever you want. It doesn't have to be good, but the yeah. the growth is there mm-hmm. for you to do so if you want. Yeah, if any, anybody that does, anybody that's a musician of any kind or an artist of any kind, I think they have a deeper appreciation for stuff because they've. If especially if they've gone through it, I've mm-hmm. gone through it. I've made a demo, and it was like this long, ridiculous process that way longer than mm-hmm. I thought yep. it was going to yep. be. I've done art stuff. I was a tattoo artist. It took me forever, and I was never any good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, you know, certain people appreciate the time and effort it goes into it. So you're more likely to see a ten dollar CD of somebody you just enjoyed, and you mm-hmm. go, yes, yep. Like yeah. that. Yeah. That's not ten dollars worth of time. That's like yeah, that's... hours and hours and hours and <laughs> and a lot of money. heartache and money yep. and you know yep. you just put that's that's a part of that guy's soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that little person's soul. Little uh, time capsules. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, art is is very subjective. That's why like 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 paintings of like a black dot sell for eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just it's completely subjective and most of the time the only value to it is is from the person who made it yeah but it's all about who you're making music for right and and i and i i've gone back and forth but for the last year or so i've really i've really just been making music for myself and if and if if you're happy with that you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be very successful because I'm gonna write a book about this. I'm already, I'm already I talk about it a lot, yeah. but um, s- success is self determined, right? And and like you get a thousand followers and then oh, but I need two thousand, but I need three thousand, but I need ten million, yeah. and it's like I am very, I could have one, I could have one person who bought a CD and I'm very successful. Yeah, I'm and making that cd i'm successful yeah that's the mindset you need and as long as as long as you have that mindset other people will see that and you will be you will be successful because you're already successful because you self-determined it yeah 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 yeah. this to me just having this room oh this is super i was successful. like oh i'm successful yep. I'm like, you yeah know, you got your own and i don't spot. have a huge following on social media mm-hmm. i don't get a shit ton of uh listeners mm-hmm. uh i do get it all depends on the the guest usually but I have episodes I put up by myself, mm-hmm. and I just say my piece, whatever's on my mind. Yep, yep. And I get listeners. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, they, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that many people listen to it, and it's yep. like such a stupid small number on like the solo episodes that you'd be like, is this guy all right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I all right? But I'm just happy. Yeah, to, you know, it, I'm just happy somebody other than me yeah. listen to it. You know? And it's cool because you get something to kind of. Kind of vent, you know what I yeah. mean? Something. Yeah, it's my you... wife's second hearing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and uh, you know, you said something before, and it, it's it's a common theme that I've found on. And I mean, I've talked to a, I've talked to a lot more people than what's on the wall, but a lot of those people, if they were any kind of artist or anything, the common theme is when they're making something that uh, that it's for them. It's they're in a they're on a totally different mm-hmm. playing field. Oh hell yeah! Because there's people who've been you know they've told me oh I've catered to what I think the customer yep. wants or I've I've made this because it's what's popular mm-hmm. or you know they do that 
And they go, you know, I was ready to quit. I was mm-hmm. ready to just say, screw this, and, that, and just give it up. And then they were like, then I started making stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. And things that I enjoy, and yep. things that I like to see, or, you know, uh, that sort of thing. And it's, they've all said it. The ones that have said it, I've all said it's been yep. like the life-changing moment. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. When they start making the stuff that they want to make, that they like, and that's it. And they say, screw money, screw, you know, popularity, whatever. And then they become sex- yeah. successful. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, just like you said. Because <laughs> I, uh, I think people like, they like to see someone be themselves you know what i mean because right. like i'm just a regular dude hero he's a I'm superhero a I'm a superstar, but, whatever. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day i think more people will relate to that than me like i don't know taking pictures in front of like a rented lambo it's like no like i work a construction job like i just got off work yeah. now i'm here you know right. what i mean i think people are are more impressed with like seeing the people for themselves you know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. like the music and who they actually are. Like touching me. And yeah, stuff, sorry, man. The music, <laughs> the music and who they actually are like coincide. I feel like you get to actually meet that person by listening, yeah. listening to uh, whatever yeah. they make. Um, yeah. Another big issue that we face in the music industry, um, the independent wave is so fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do it, which is good and bad. Yeah. Um, but you end up in an issue where. The 40-year-old superstars who may or may not be as big as they used to be, you know, people yeah. in the 90s, and even people today who are coming up um, that are signed to labels, they're making – their music is commercial because it has to be. Mm. If they want that funding, if they want the the push from the label, it's got to be commercial. Right. That's why it's on the radio. That's why it's all that. Yeah. And some of it's good music, but most of it isn't. Yeah. And, and I wonder if you took, you know – if you took an artist that signed to a label today and said, you do whatever you want, you don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about if this has to be a radio single or not. You don't have to worry about if this album is even going to sell one copy. Just make your album. I wonder if that album would be better than if you had, if you had a label push. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But there's still people who run the industry that think for you to be successful, you need to conform to some kind of script or plan. Mm-hmm. Like, like in order for you to be successful, you need to make radio songs. And that's yeah. just that's just not true. Yeah. You need to be signed to a label. You need yeah. budgets. You need mm-hmm. all this. And, and I, I truly believe, because I found success in it, you just need to be you. Right. And, and just do you and be happy with the music you put out and other people will see it. Yeah. As long as you show face, as long as you, you're active on social media, as long as you... You play shows as long yeah. as you hand out represent cards. Yourself, as long as you yeah, represent yeah. yourself properly as a brand, as you should. I don't like the fact that I'm a brand now. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate it because because it's it's blurred the lines between business and art, and I don't like that. Yeah. But it is a business, but it's also an art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um. Yeah, that's my spiel. Yeah, it is an art form for sure. Yeah, uh, I recently talked to a couple of people that had gone to college for art. And they both were like switched, mm. dropped out, whatever. Didn't they went to college and they turned art, mm-hmm. which was like their passion from when they were a kid, into into like a corporate mindset of like mm-hmm. you got to do this. You have to conform now to what yeah, the t- masses want, 
and oh and you know there's this that and the other thing that they they want you to do mm -hmm. as opposed to be like you know what they considered art was expressing themselves yeah. and making yeah. making <laughs> making it for themselves mm -hmm. and for you know people that would enjoy it and they 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 totally were like yeah fuck that and uh, then i went to school for marketing <laughs> you know they were like i'm not i didn't want to do that anymore because they destroyed it for yep. me yeah so it's it's a similar thing i think because you know I, I would i would gladly listen to anybody on an independent label or just making music on their own mm -hmm. way before i'd listen to any of the new crap yeah. that i don't enjoy because they made it for you know they made it for what they thought was the masses and what yeah. was popular mm -hmm. you know they put they got uh, somebody that was probably fantastic and they put them in a box the second they got into a label or or any kind of commercial uh media yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah platform yeah, yeah. <laughs> you also end up in in label situations where like they own your music mm -hmm. like oh, yeah. Like, 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 um, Death Row. I just saw a post from Death Row Records the other day where yeah. it's like the twenty-five, the twenty-fifth-year edition of Dr. Dre's first album, and it's like, and they're selling, they're selling a limited edition vinyl for it, and it's like, yeah, that's cool, like it's a dope album, but yeah, like, awesome. don't buy this because <laughs> Dr. Dre is not seeing a cent of it. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Death Row is a situation where they put their artists and they said, literally, do whatever you want, we're gonna push it, but like, we own this shit. Yeah. And don't think that you will ever mm -hmm. own it again. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's crazy. It is. That's it's crazy. Totally crazy. That, I don't know how, when that happened for the music industry, but that was probably because probably the one of the worst things that could have happened. Because in the know? '90s, the internet's not there. Well, it's yeah. there, but it's like it's not it's yeah, not it's there yet. <laughs> and yep. the only it. It the, the <laughs> only way for you to be quote unquote successful in the '90s and '80s is to have that label push. I mean, because mm -hmm. you need studio time, you need marketing, you need CDs, and wasn't as available. You can't go to Walmart and buy a microphone like you could, mm -hmm. like you can today. It's mm -hmm. you need yeah. you need that label push. And if you put a lot of successful artists, quote unquote successful artists today, who aren't signed to labels in the '90s, they're they're probably not probably not doing anything, which yeah, is oh, a yeah. shame. Which oh, is a shame. Sh there was probably some seriously great. Oh yeah, you know musicians and rappers and whatever, and they they probably just got washed away. Yeah, because they couldn't afford or or they didn't get on a label. Because because it, what happens is 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 if you if you don't bite your tongue, if you say something, if you say like, "fuck you" for trying to sign me, like I don't want to conform to this stuff, like you're not gonna make it because yeah, yeah. they said the marketing... they sat somebody down in a boardroom and they said, "listen." Your, shit, your stuff's great and all, but this is how it is. This, this is, is how what you're going to do. If the guy went like this, stood up and said, fuck you, <laughs> he was gone. Yeah, like, he and was they gone. were like, all right, have a, have a good career working on a garbage truck, buddy. See you later. <laughs> yep, yep. Then the Not nice, there's anything wrong with working on a garbage truck. Then uh, <laughs> the advance that they lay in front of you, too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, ooh. Like, that's for I've that. That's for, that's the budget for the album. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, you're and like, then oh, you have to perform, and then yeah. you, ha you have to recoup that. Yeah, you got to put X amount of albums out in a certain yeah. amount of time. And like yeah. even when iTunes first came out, like it was a it was a multi thousand dollar affair to get your stuff on iTunes, mm. and now it's like ten dollars a year. Yeah, 
to get to get an unlimited wow. anything. Mm-hmm. And with iTunes, I mean, you're making seventy percent of the profit. But if you're signed to a label and they paid the thousands of dollars to get your shit on iTunes, like they're keeping yeah. most of that seventy percent. Oh yeah. You know what absolutely. I actually just learned, like with the percentage that most of these record deals, like that they give artists, is seventeen percent. Wow. That's fucking That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. 17%. 17%. And that's 17% of the profits. Yes. That's yes. not all exactly. the distribution they get, all the They other get crap. that big check back before you even Fortunately, see it. Fortunately, though, most record deals give you most of the percentage for, for shows. Yep. Which is great. Yeah. And in the last two years, it wasn't. <laughs> yes. Um, I do have something to say about that. Um, I threw... From from the point where COVID started to when um, the Middle East opened back up, we threw 50 shows. Wow, that's awesome. All over New England. Um, if you're a promoter and you didn't throw any shows, you don't really love hip-hop. You just love yeah. the money. Yeah, because yeah, clearly, yeah. Because you can't charge artists to perform. All the opportunities I gave, some of them were live stream stuff. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. everything was mm-hmm. super packed well, just because the world's on fire. Yeah, right. It but was... it still gave the artist opportunities to grow, to network, yeah. to perform, to get content. And if you didn't throw, if you if you didn't find a way to throw shows, and you're a promoter and you love hip hop, you don't love hip hop. Yeah, you don't. You, yeah, you I don't. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, even the, even the live stream stuff. Not only are you giving the artist somewhere a platform. Well, you're giving the people that are sitting at home pulling mm-hmm. their freaking oh, yeah. hair out yeah. something Dude, to do. I've had I've had artists be like, "Dog, like my sick grandmother couldn't come out, but she was able to watch it, and yeah. she like, yeah. and she like cried. Like it was <laughs> oh, like yeah. it was like the shit that we're doing is yeah. is it's truly it's truly heartwarming. And like you said before about music warming. and what music, you know, does for your soul yeah. and, and your and yeah, your yeah, mindset. Yeah. The last the last couple of years, it's people have needed music. Yeah, needed yep. needed to see and yeah, feel and it, live you know? it again. You know, yeah, yeah, like exactly. the first show I did back with him, uh, that was probably July. Like, cause we met right around the end of June, and I got on a show in July. It felt so great to be back, cause I did one live stream show like once during that whole period, and it it went from shows every year for like the past like eight years. You know what I mean? Doing shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. all throughout the year, just to be completely halted you know what i mean so it just felt great to be back so very happy that i met this man yeah we've done um i've got him on three shows this year so far i met him in i met him in may got More him on that. yeah yeah <laughs> i think it's like five maybe. oh yeah no yeah four i got him i met him in may he was at a show doing video for for one of our one of the artists we had on got him on a show in june i got him on two shows in september and then one in october i mean one in one in august mm-hmm Fuck, I'm all fucked up. A lot of shows. No <laughs> September. One in July. Two in July. Yeah. One in August. We didn't do anything last month because I hate you. Yeah. And we got a show tonight. He had me blocked for a month. Blocked him. <laughs> um, no, it's just um, I just like working with good people, and Sean Mikes is a really good person. Uh, every show we do, we curate, and what that means is that um, it's better to put Sean Mikes on a show with artists that he fits with yeah. rather than it is to just book who's the pop, most popular artist in this area right because like the people who come out to see sean mikes are also going to like the other people i book mm-hmm. and that's important because yeah. even if i bring my whole posse to a show like that's just my posse and they know my music yeah. but like yeah, yeah, yeah. if if i book a bunch of people who just don't jive 
then it's a funny word. <laughs> who just don't jo- who just don't mend well yep. together? Yeah. Then the fans aren't gonna mix. Right. Yeah, because that's like early when I first started. That's kind of how it was all thrown together. Like you got like the trap stars, you got the boom bappers, the backpacks. Who's the ever willing people. to pay? Yes. Yeah. Are you willing, willing to, to pay me yeah. for your slot? Yep. Then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what and it and is. And the problem is they see their friend say like it's like this person that makes trap music, which is cool, but then. All their people leave once this dude rapping over boom bap beats goes on because it's not for them. And yeah, I don't judge them. Not yeah, you know, right. like not everyone loves everything, but yeah. like if you get people that are similar in the styles, you can have yeah. like. And it sucks for the guy down the, down the line. Yeah. Because yeah. he thought this place was packed. Yeah. They were all there Do to it, see that. That's type. they don't even like this shit. That literally like, happened to me. I played a show out of state. I was like, oh, dope. This is cool. Like, there's so many people there and. Literally, when I got on stage, everybody left except for my girlfriend. So I just rapped for 15 Shout minutes. Out Mike's girlfriend. <laughs> I rapped to my girlfriend for 15 minutes and yeah. got drunk. Then she drove me home. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the curation helps. Yeah. We're just doing a lot of good things. Yeah. <laughs> the curation really yeah, no, helps. That makes, it makes a lot of sense, and it's it sh- just shows it's good business sense on your end to, mm-hmm. to do that. Because it, why would why would you why why wouldn't you I mean like why wouldn't you yeah get everybody yeah because you want like the dopest event as possible you know what I mean yeah. if you you're get, only like, gonna spread the word of the other guys yeah like yeah, if somebody exactly. you know if I'm here to see Sean Mikes and I don't know who Hero the MC is mm-hmm. and you guys are similar music I'm gonna be like oh wow well, I'm yeah. gonna stay to him yep. because it's a, it's a similar stuff it's I never stuff. tell people what time I'm going on either oh you shouldn't I don't do that I don't tell the artists when they're going <laughs> yeah. on until until I've started setting up for the show yeah because yeah. it creates a situation where like uh, you tell your people that when you're going on and then afterwards they leave yep yeah. so or they only show up for yours if you're later on you know I want them there for the whole time you know right I make one flyer for the event and that's it don't make your own flyer we're not friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> I make one. I don't do personal flyers. I don't put pictures of anybody on flyers mm-hmm. right. because I don't want to come in a situation. Because if I give an artist a personal flyer that just has your name on it, you're just gonna post that one, mm-hmm. yep. and then it's promoted as an event that's just you. I don't give artists physical tickets because then it's like a come to my show, not mm-hmm. come to the show. Like here's yeah. the ticket link. If you want to buy it, you can buy it. If you yeah. want to buy them at the door, you can buy them at the door. These are these are community events <laughs> where everybody involved is. Where I've designed it, where everybody where everybody involved can shine. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good plan. <laughs> that's a good way to make it. I happen. don't even. I don't even go to shows where where I know that artists are paying to perform. I won't even support it. Like I, I like you. I like you yeah. as an art, but like I can't. I can't support this nonsense. I find that insane that somebody would pay to go perform somewhere. That seems so backwards. But and... if they're if they're charging for it, they're getting it. Yeah. That's the way. That's the way it is. It's crazy. I Absolutely mean, crazy. I mean, Nipsey Hussle put his first album out for a hundred bucks. People put people bought it. Wow. Jay Z bought a lot of them. <laughs> Jay Z bought a lot of them. Um, it's whatever you value your art. Hopefully, you can get it. Yeah. 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 I guess it, I guess that that uh, that goes across multiple platforms because artists will sell their work at a studio. Mm-hmm. And they have to pay for that time. They yeah. they, they pay to have their stuff. There's there. obviously so very there's obviously overhead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. But like, usually you would assume a venue would be like, or a promoter would say, you know, we're charging this much at the door. 
so you shouldn't yeah a, a lot of venues don't charge you to be there yeah that's like that's that's a very known thing the middle east does yeah but most venues in boston like are very confident that they can just recoup what they want in bar sales yeah, right. because that's where the you money is. So. Yeah. And yeah. even then, like some some of them take like twenty percent of the door or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's at that point, it's like whatever because they have staff, they yeah. have security. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have, there is overhead. There's fucking yeah. lights and shit, like power and stuff. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's obviously overhead. Um, if we're promoting to get a headliner, they probably want money, mm-hmm. or yeah. they probably want a percentage. But if if you as a promoter can't book a headliner and you're not confident that your ability you're not confident that you can that you can't break even yeah. or make money, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be booking that show. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be a promoter. <laughs> if you're not confident, like there are a lot of days where I go home and I've lost money from a show yeah. and I fucking smile because I've just had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. that like what I've done for the artists today, I know that they appreciate it and I know that yeah. we're having I know that we had a good ass time. And there are times when I make money and there are times where I break even. I mostly break even, which is really cool. Um, but like if, if you're, if you're a promoter and you're trying to triple your figures on every show, you shouldn't be doing this Yeah, that's because crazy. you're just, you're just fucking over people yeah, yeah. who don't know any better. And, and artists who pay to perform are stuck in this platform, are stuck in this cycle where they, um, they probably pay to perform at their first show. So they just think that that's the yeah. industry, Yep. Right. but yep. it's, it's, it's not. And if, yeah. co- and, and COVID really showed us like. Who wants to do this? Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't throw shows, if you're st- if you still haven't thrown a show, this this isn't for you. You're waiting for the yeah. What are you waiting for? You're waiting to get the you're waiting for the money to come back in. Yeah, yep, yep. and it's crazy because they charge like a lot of money. It'd be oh, like a lot. It'd be like three hundred bucks for a ten minute set. Like, dude, that's two and a half songs, three songs. Fucking are you kidding me? Tour for yeah. Life wanted two hundred dollars for two songs. Unreal. And like it's a donation, but it's like yeah. Can't you take can't you take my set as a donation? Come on, <laughs> come on. All right, so I, I get it. It goes to a good cause, but come on. All right, so I got some uh, questions for you guys. Yes. This is a part of the show I like to call odd questions. Okay. Some Makes of these sense. are very uh, odd. Uh, odd. <laughs> some of them are very obvious to what you do, of course, but uh, some of them. Uh, may sound like a, a seven-year-old helped me write them. And that's because it did. my son did. Shout out. I asked him. Yeah, shout out to Simon. So, if you guys could collaborate with any other artist, uh, who would you like to collaborate with? Past or present, anybody that's ever existed, whether it be a producer or uh, another rapper. Or... So, for me, this is pretty easy. Um I would love, love, love to do a song with uh, this group Atmosphere. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they're like independent legends that have been around forever, and they're really good at what they do. It's a great duo, producer and rapper, and I would love that. <laughs> nice. Um, you know Gangstar? I've heard of him. Yeah, uh, Gangstar is a group from uh, Guru and DJ Premier. I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, DJ Premier, he's done a lot for hip hop yep. today. Yep. In the nineties, he produced. Half of Nas's first album, the goat, the goat. Um, but Gangstar was a collaboration between him and DJ Premier, uh, between Guru and DJ Premier, 
And um, I'd kill a man to work a guru, like mm. with my bare hands, like <laughs> strangle you, like with my bare hands. He was from Roxbury, too. No, right? he's from Roxbury. He yeah. didn't represent it as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 90s is kind of an era where if you don't if you don't move to New York, you're kind of fucked. Well, yeah, Premier's right. from Texas, so. He's from Texas, it's, it's yeah. It's crazy. You wouldn't wow. ever think that. It's And it's it's like you need you need to get played on New York radios mm-hmm. or you're not going anywhere. So that's why when Wu-Tang said, fuck Hot 97, that's kind of when their career <laughs> career went off. When Ghostface was like, fuck Hot 97. Yeah. In the middle of fucking Lollap, not Lollapalooza, but Coachella or whatever. Something. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's some 90s history. Most. At least they didn't shoot it up like the game did. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. I keep banging this table. That's my bad. It's all right. But no, um, like, yeah, I'd kill a man with my bare hands to make a song with Guru. Nice. That's a <laughs> nice, lot. Not nice, but nice. A lot of the music I make, everything I make is inspired by him. Yeah, that's nice. how I feel cool. with atmosphere. That's because <clears throat> they started their label, Rhymesayers, and I'm a fan of all of their artists. I'm, it's usually not that I'm a fan of a label, but like this one, that's how it is, and that's kind <clears> of <throat> what I want to build. Curation. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And it's all they're all different in their own way, but they all kind of lead back to like the the same like tree limb of the rap tree, I guess. Right. So, the rap tree. Yeah. The rap tree, the family tree. <laughs> yeah, <rap>. exactly. <laughs> so uh, what's the worst job you've ever had? Ooh, I've had a lot of jobs. Probably working on cars. Dude. I was going to go to college for it, um, for to be a technician. And, like, I like like I like cars. Like, it's it's a skill set I have, but but it's such, like, it's such back-breaking work. Like, even more so than art. Like, it's just, yeah. it's literal, physical, demanding work, and the pay is like, yeah, we'll give you, like, 12 an hour. And it's like, <laughs> dog, I'm killing myself to fucking change this oil. So, that's funny, <laughs> because that was one of my worst jobs, too. Um, I made nine an hour, Dude. but I was going to do the same thing, go to college for it, and it was just like, yeah, it's, no. <laughs> you're going to be, like, 40, and, like, not going to be able to walk. That's how, it. like, it is Yeah, it's physically, and it was affecting, like... I quit last August, and it's it's just, it's I would just go home, be so exhausted, and then be like, whatever I was going to work on music, I'll do it tomorrow, and then it's just like, I'll mm-hmm. do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, yeah. I'll do it tomorrow, and I just woke up, and I was just like... That is the worst kind of job I can't there do this anymore. I yeah. can't. And it's not you. I mean, it's you, because you're an asshole. But it's not... <laughs> some of it's not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, once you put in cameras, though... And he started micromanaging me. Ooh. I had to be like, nah. um, I, you're killing yourself, and you have somebody <laughs> yeah, hovering too, over you're you. You're fucking annoying yep. me. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, what superpower do you wish you had? Oh. Um, superpower <laughs> to go back in time and make better DC movies. <laughs> um, I've always my favorite superhero is Daredevil. Okay. I I do not wish to be a blind man. Yeah. Um, but Daredevil's like one of my favorite superhero. Um, second is Spider Man. Um, what superpower would I like? What I would I rather have? I don't know all of them. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, the one that throws polka dots. <laughs> Mine would probably be flying, man. This Cape traffic during the summer is fucking for the birds. <laughs> I, I could just fly, fly from the city all the way down this way, man. I left would be so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that, 100%. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys could visit any time in history, but only to be a fly on the wall, you can't affect change, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any time in history 
that you would like to go to and experience an event or just a time time period? Mm. I've had a lot of mixed answers on this one. <laughs> I feel like Woodstock would be crazy. <laughs> you yeah. know, like they just great line of a band for days, just people just chilling, just loving music. That sounds pretty great to me. Yeah. It's a really tough one. Why you gotta ask me these things? <laughs> I know. I feel like mine was super generic, but uh, it, it's, like it's, it's really it's, not. It's, it's, That's it's, actually a pretty good one. That's a good one. I like to sit in on a on a Gangstar recording session. This guy is just way cooler than me. I um, <laughs> Guru died in 2010. Okay. I was 12. Um, the eighth letter, which is an album I dropped last year, is about um, what it means to be a legend. Is it important to be a legend? You have to die to become a legend. And is the legacy we crave given through death, or is it just earned naturally? Mm. And what that means is, do you have to die for your art to be valued? When you die, is your art valued more? And the answer is yes. Um, but I am guilty of that. I am guilty of not knowing, not not loving someone until they're gone. And and this is an artist who I never would have paid as much attention to if he wasn't gone. Right. Um, I would have loved to sit in on one of these and just see the two people that I consider to be the greatest creators of, of all time, just see how they create. Nice. Bump. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Way, way cooler that, than me. Boom. <laughs> uh, what is your all-time favorite snack food? Nachos. Yeah. Big nachos. You could guy. eat nachos every day. I could. Okay. I could. Damn. He loves Applebee's. I love Applebee's. <laughs> uh, Applebee's is like my post-show jam. Um, there's one in Plymouth. We should go there tonight. We should go. Is there one in Plymouth? No. That's no. Not there's true. a Chili's. There's a Chili's. Oh, Chili's. Oh, uh, take it easy, guy. So, so I'm in this situation where, like, um, COVID hits, and then all of a sudden there's no Taco Bell breakfast, and I'm fucking pissed, right? Yeah. All the Taco Bell breakfast starts, and then they're like, yeah, because, you know, the plague, we're not going to do breakfast. But they're still open at 8. Some of the tacos. Okay, if you guys don't know... Taco Bell breakfast is the best fast food breakfast you'll ever have. All right. Ever. <laughs> don't don't take my like take my word for it, but also like please go try for yourself. I love Chipotle. Okay. The problem with Chipotle is that until recently it was online order only. I don't fucking jive with that. Because like I just want to go in there and fucking put some pinto beans on my shit and then let me leave. Yeah. yeah. Um but on the real, I fuck with um I like spinach and artichoke dip. Mm. Just like some chips, some pita chips. My girl just oh, put cool. me onto that like Ooh, a couple months ago. Not even gonna lie. Look, yeah, my wife likes that. But one. I love dip because like the container is so accessible. With salsa, you end up with like yeah, hand in there. It just slips like, in now. You got it slips salsa in. The knuckles. chips in there. You got like fucking <laughs> salsa on your thing. But then you want to put it in a bowl, whatever. But then there's like stuff left in the bowl. And it's like with yeah. the dip, like it comes into a container. It's like yeah. it's like yeah. you know, it's shallow. It's shallow but wide. Yeah. It's it's designed right. for the people. <laughs> I dig it. This one might get crazy. <laughs> uh, do you believe in aliens or the existence of yes. other? I definitely. It it's so small minded to think that we're the only people that will ever <laughs> exist ever. Uh, the math has been done by the quote unquote scientists. Yeah. Out of the whole knowable universe which is pretty big there's probably seven planets that actually host intelligent life mm. uh, 
I don't know if you guys have watched like any of the new American Horror Story. No. no. Oh, it's about like aliens during like yep. the Eisenhower days and how they like. I watched half an episode of Hotel and I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I did watch all the free show though. That was pretty good. Yeah. I this, haven't watched anything. This since. one's pretty good. <laughs> it's actually like it's uh, split into two, like two different series within the one season, and one takes place in the Cape and the other one uh, all over the place. But it's it's pretty crazy with the aliens and shit. <laughs> It's, um, I, yeah. I could definitely, I, I think it's so small-minded, like you said, to think that we're the only ones out here. Oh, we're totally not. Yeah, it's crazy. And even if, like, like there's bacteria on Mars. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah, there's never going to be life on that planet in our lifetime or humans' lifetime. Yeah. But, like, they, they'll probably be something eventually. See, I have a theory on that, right? If you guys... Okay, <laughs> let's go down, it. Yeah, let's go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so... My theory is that Mars was the original planet that we were able to live on. And then we moved. <laughs> and we moved. So we started going downhill just like Thank we God. are now. <laughs> yeah. And the ozone was yep. being depleted and everything was kind of snowballing and it sucked. So I believe that they, you know, the, the past us said let's we get this other planet right here Swim over there why don't we just shoot over our dna our our uh you know all the all the implements for life let's send over all the ingredients to life for life to that planet so they send it over and what happened is it killed the dinosaurs <laughs> Oh. So this whole comet hitting the earth, yeah. hero's like, what the? No, fuck? I'm just thinking about like, like, like. You guys ever seen the movie Man of Steel? I don't know. I, I don't think, think so. I have. Superman movie. Okay. Uh, it's got Henry Cavill in it. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when Krypton explodes, because that like Superman yeah. gets sent to yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he it's goes. It's like, yeah. and the reason why General Zod is alive is because. Before the planet explodes, they send all yeah, the bad people to. Yeah. Why don't you just send yourself? <laughs> like, don't send the bad people to space and let them they, live. Yeah, like, right. send everybody to space and let them live. <laughs> send the bad people to space in the in the little dick rockets. No, yeah, no dick imagine rocket. imagine if that is how it happened. So they had all this crazy technology to do that yeah, just for them to get right. here and be like cavemen. Just yeah. like it just yeah. didn't, didn't work out. Maybe how they, they thought. just know it's, yeah. it's gonna take. Yeah. You know, we know it'll take millions and billions of years to yeah. to uh, get back to humans. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know, in our <laughs> experiencing yeah. Yeah. Uh, technology and yeah. everything. Uh, that was my stupid theory. But it's all right. I don't know it if I, I could see something like that, or if there was something and else, then, and it and just then gets look wiped at Mars out. Now it's totally wiped out, yeah. and it's like, like you said, this bacteria there. They. They do see that there used to be water there. Yep, yep. There could be life. So they're like, well, maybe if there was an ozone, mm. so maybe the ozone went away. It is close. It, no, it's not closer to the sun, but it's... It's further away. It's, it's further away. It's, so it might have been, it's, you know, in that hab it's cold. habitable zone. It's really yeah. cold. Um, Mars gets as hot as as Canada gets as cold. cold. So we're talking like negative 30s. Yeah. Oof. So it's it's a pretty cold planet. Yeah. Um, but we'd be very cold, too, if we didn't have an ozone. Yes. So if they had a nice, thick ozone <laughs> thick with three billions C's. of years ago. I don't know. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. At this point in the podcast, everybody goes, okay, I don't fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> shut it up. Um, 
So what skill do you guys wish you had? Something you wish you could do? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> what skill? Uh, I don't know. Focus on something for more than three seconds. <laughs> I wish I had the skill to create more time. I feel like it's just like, oh, it's a struggle trying to crunch everything into one day or one week right. or whatever. Time's a constant. Time's yep. a conflux. <laughs> time is... <laughs> How about you, Hero? Uh, Would you like to be a blacksmith? A blacksmith? I don't know. <laughs> um, I wish I was more patient. Mm. Is, that, is, that, sure. is that like a humble answer? Yeah, it is, yeah, it's but it's probably, yeah, it's a skill. If you it's ask a my skill. girlfriend, you can learn I, it. I am lacking. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm already really patient. I just wish I was more. It's like, I jump the gun a lot. Yeah. Like, even like booking shows, I'm just like, I don't want to wait for people. <laughs> like I'm just like let me get this other person and then yep. immediately the other yeah. guy's like yeah I'll do it yeah, like, yeah. Well, come Dude, on. I am like that with features like all the time like I'll send it to him then like three hours will go by I'm like I'm just gonna finish this, gonna finish this <laughs> so there's no features <laughs> so uh, where can people purchase your music um, what do you guys have for like websites and social media and stuff okay uh, you can find me at Hero the MC that's H-E-R-O-T-H-E-E-M-C-E-E uh, I'm on everything. I'm on Deezer. I'm on everything. 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 Um, Agami. Napster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on everything. Everything except MySpace. Um, I don't remember MySpace. There might be one song of mine there. I don't know. On MySpace. <laughs> um, most notably, I represent Bars Over Bars Media. We throw shows all over New England. We do podcasts. We live stream. Uh, we used to live stream about seven days a week. Uh, it's not like that anymore, but we still do about 15 shows a month. So that's 15 days out of the, yeah. the month that we do live streams, <clears throat> um, including our Wednesday live stream on Wednesday. If you would like to perform, let me know. Uh, we are not just limited to New England. Uh, we do have places in place in Oregon, if you are local to that area. Uh, but look for us in your in your local Walgreens all over the country very soon. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can find me at Sean Mike's official underscore, all one word. Um, like Hero, my music is everywhere, even on Napster. It's crazy how you pay them to put it on Napster now. But, uh, Napster pays you the most. It's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, so all uh, the digital platforms, you can check out my website at massmademedia.online. Um, yeah, you can find me on all social medias. That's nice. pretty much it. See, this is the last time I put out any music. I, it, it was on MySpace. <laughs> and nowhere else, because that's where it was about back in the day. So uh, to contact you guys, you have like uh, you have bars over bars of an email or anything? Yeah. In, in uh, bars case or, somebody does want you? Bars, you can hit us up on any of our bars over bars media pages. Okay. Uh, I, it, the quickest way to get in touch with me is Instagram. All right, cool. Um, that's for everything. Uh, if you send me an email, I probably won't answer it. It's, it's okay. no diss to you. Um it's just not the way I live my life. Oh, right. <laughs> but no, like, I book a, I hit up venues and they're like, please email. And I'm just I'm like, the same way. Oh my God, I got fucking email. I have to rewrite this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> just gotta copy and paste the message I fucking sent you into your email. No, I'm the same way. I'd much rather just do an Instagram message and just get it over yeah, with. Like, yeah. I really, I'm not a huge fan of emailing. Yeah. Yep. Back and forth. Because they can always lie and it's like, oh, I never got your email. It's like, I seen it. Seen it. I seen it. I seen it right there. <laughs> How about you showing same thing, Instagram? And yeah, stuff, yeah, pretty off? much Instagram, Facebook, whatever. You know. Alright, cool, cool. Yeah. You know, Facebook makes it so fucking difficult to check the messages of a page. Yes. 
Um, do you have Messenger? I do. You can toggle back and forth. I'll show you. I'll show you. But no, dude, half the time I go to my page and it like takes like 35 seconds for it just to like load like the first post. Then it just, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's hot garbage. I make events for it's all, I make garbage. event pages for all the, um, all the events we do. Yeah. And like, I can't, half the time I can't edit the information of a page on my phone. I have to go home and do it on desktop. And it's <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's, it's not it's yeah. just ridiculous. All Facebook that is right. hot garbage. All that just for seventeen people to see your posts without paying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Talking about show scams, fucking social media scam right there. <laughs> Big it's, time. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to thank you guys, especially you, Hero, for driving for <laughs> two hours to get here. Don't worry about it. I drive everywhere. Uh, really in, appreciate it. In this industry, me and. Me and me and the Mac, the Mac Cat talked about it, uh, but in this industry, if you're if you're looking to grow, uh, the first thing to do is to travel. Yeah. Um, definitely, any opportunities you have to play a new venue or a new place, I definitely recommend sure. you guys. You guys do that shit, because that is super important. Even if like three people show up, like it's it's three people, because all you yeah. really need is like a hundred fans. Yeah. You get a hundred fans that yeah. buy all your merch and buy all your shit and show up to all your shows, yeah. like you're golden. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like we talked about. That's success. That's you, you don't need a hundred million, but you like a hundred. But like even people with like ten thousand followers, like that's not an equivalent to how many fans. Exactly. You have. Oh yeah. Exactly. It's, oh yeah. The the amount of people that follow me on Instagram. Yeah. As opposed to the amount of people that listen. Mm. It's such oh, yeah. a weird weird skewed number that I'm like that doesn't even make any sense. It's I know. Like, you know, it, it's it's more. It's like friends on Facebook. Yeah. It's like right. I am. I don't know any of you. <laughs> I don't know any of you. Um, I have a lot of friends on Facebook, but I don't know. Half of them are like people I went to high school with I don't like. Yep. Like every time one of them gets pregnant and posts every day <laughs> that they're pregnant, I'm just going to block you yep. because like I don't care about your unborn child. Yeah. Leave me alone. Got the I don't want to see this every day. Got the elementary school bully still following you. Elementary school bully. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Oh. Well, thanks, guys, Thank for you. Uh, making a trip down here. Yeah, appreciate course. it. Big thank you to these guys for making the trip down here, joining me in the studio. I had a great time. Uh, I hope they had a good time talking to me. Hero is doing some amazing things with his business, Bars Over Bars Media. I think it's a pretty big deal. I think he's going to be a big deal. I'm very excited for him. He's, he seems to be going down the right path with that, and it seems to be working out for him so far. And uh, best of luck to him. Go follow him on social media. He's a great artist. Great. Uh, he's he's just a great rapper. He's really good. He holds up against all, all that older hip hop that I happen to enjoy. Also, thank you to Sean Mikes for being the special guest on today's episode. Uh, I've since listened to his work, and I think it's awesome. I think it's really good. I think you'll enjoy both of their uh, rap and their style. Uh, If you are a hip-hop fan, go check them out. Definitely go check them out. If you don't already know who they are, go check them out. Uh, And even if you're not a hip-hop fan, maybe it'll uh, spark some interest in you because they're both very talented, very good guys. And, of course, thank you for listening today. Make sure to check out the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook accounts. Join the Facebook group. Check out all the nonsense I (laughs) throw into the group (laughs) to spark interest. Go to oddpeoplepodcast.com for info about the show. 
and to buy merchandise. Uh, speaking of merchandise, the sale for October is still going on. You buy a hoodie, you get a free t-shirt. You have to enter both of those in your cart, and you have to enter the code BOO at checkout. And that is how you get both. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't assume that you want a t-shirt if it's not in your cart. Um, thank you for listening once again today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you tune in next time. Stay creative, stay inspired, and as always, stay odd.